doesn't have a jersey yet. I need to get. I want to. You know when we went to that Mariners game? For your, yeah. For two. Oh. No, three years. Last year. Was it last year? Yeah. Got those really good seats. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, but I remember the the shirt I got there. The neck is stretched out, so it's like now, no matter what, I see like a white line where the tan line should be because it's wider. And I wish I would have got the hoodie and just never washed it because the hoodie fit really well. So maybe I got to go back and get that Rainier's hoodie. There you go. The Ronniers. The Ronniers. Oh, um, hang on. Yeah. Um, I got to run out to the studio super quick. Sounds so we'll good. just keep it rolling and I'll cut this okay. section. So enjoy the, that food. I'll be right back. Okay. okay. I'm eating Trader Joe's super sour Scandinavian swimmers. They're like the regular Scandinavian swimmers, except there's new shapes and they're sour. They're pretty good. Actually, they're really, really good. This is nice. This quiet, this has been nice. I really hope Eric keeps all of this in. <laughs> I know he won't. He's just going to cut it out and then like start at wherever he comes in and starts talking. But this quiet has been nice. A little moment of meditation, you know. Actually, it probably hasn't been nice. You've probably just been hearing me breathe very aggressively. I just really, really injured myself. Did you really? Bad. <laughs> oh. oh. It hurts so bad. Um, okay. I was going out. The guys are painting our studio today. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I just ran out to talk paint with them because Naf's working on some projects and couldn't get out there. And they're just painting the black. So I run in real quick to get into the house, trip and fall on the stairs. There's cameras on both doors, by the way. So someone's going to be able to Fantastic. watch this of me just eating it. Yeah. Land with my... Um, there's another injury yesterday that I just hit again, but, um, landed on my knee on the top wood of the top step, the lip full force. And yeah. then my other broken toenail hit down on the, uh, <laughs> on the stair, a couple down, it's not bleeding, but yesterday I did that one when I was hanging out with my dad. So it's just, I feel it's throbbing, it's but I'm pretending I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. You're not fine. <laughs> oh, it's then my shin kind of got it but yeah yesterday i was taking my dad's wheelchair out to take pick him to take him out of the car and put him back inside sounds like i'm just grabbing him but moving him back inside his place because we went to like dairy queen and hung out and got some ice cream which was really cool what's and your my, dairy queen I, order uh, my dear well i try to do what he does and so that way it's like easy to share and eat i normally do a vanilla sundae just to make it okay. easy no chocolate sauce uh, and I sometimes do a blizzard for him, but today I did like a lot. Yesterday I did a medium vanilla Sunday and I was a small, so that way I could get him eating and help him. And then mine could be eaten while mine was melting in between. <laughs> so yeah, it worked out well, but then getting back and grabbing his wheelchair, I kicked with my toenail directly into the metal bar that comes off the back that helps you lift it up to move people and it split it instantly and blood was dripping oh. out of my foot onto my sandal and i was like ah and so i poured just hurt so bad i poured like a whole cup of water on it to just to stop the bleeding it yeah. kind of dried it up and then i got home and had a lot of pain and cut the nail and it's still cut so mm. two things in two days i don't like that so way to kick off the fourth of july party basically for tomorrow yeah, they gave my body chills my entire body got the chills foot one. you said your toe got split yeah toenail yeah mm -hmm. my friend did it in a in a car and i'm not going to tell that story because that one makes me queasy um but it was just Same. it's terrible when that kind of stuff happens you want to hear it yeah okay, i do fine he was sitting in the back seat of a friend's car and he quickly ru rushed his foot with sandals under the seat and the whole oh. thing <laughs> peeled back ba boom <laughs> just peeled back he's like oh and then he, he, had, he had a good 
good like year of no toenail on that where it was growing out real slowly it's done i know exactly the part it's the part where the where the seat sits into the track right yeah oh boy and mine wasn't that bad just the end split it a little ways down it's going to grow out and i can i can work with that but my knee however i don't know how long this is going to take to recover yeah <laughs> like it's still it's throbbing still probably like three like days something oh, it's, Get, uh, still, it's not bruising it's not bruising so it's fine yeah do you have something do you have something to like just tie something around your knee just add some pressure. Let's cut, let's cut the circulation off at the knee, and then my whole leg turns purple. I'm like, it's fine. Then they amputate my leg next week. They're like, you shouldn't have put that on. Yeah, I mean, not that's, tight. That's but a, you should put something on it. It's it's gonna probably. I bet it'll go away in an hour. It's just it just happened. I ran up the stairs and I was like, yeah. well, I, I'm not gonna be any later than I already am. <laughs> and now I'm worried that like the top of it's moving more than the right one, but I think mm. it's the same. Oh, it feels gross. Um, basically, you know, just don't move too quick. Got to move a yeah. little slower. Mm-hmm. Dang. In, in general. But yeah, so uh, it would, that, that would have not have happened if I would have not gone out to check on the paint. So we can blame I saw now this for video. that one. I saw this video of these guys fishing like deep water and mm-hmm. they they like catch a shark like a like a good four foot, five foot shark, you know, still kind of little. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I don't know if they're trying to like wrestle it into the boat or trying to get at it, get it out of the net, but mm-hmm. the shark opens its mouth and this guy is like trying to wrestle it. Right. It comes down on the guy's pinky and then the shark like rotates and the pinky completely comes off like clean. And the guy's so chill about, about something it. like this happening. He's so chill about it. He's like, oh, I just lost my pinky. And then the shark swims away. Crazy. And is it is it bleeding? Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. But it's so yeah. quick, you don't see the aftermath. He's just like, oh, pinky's gone. Yeah. So they they brought it onto the boat, and then it's like, I'm I don't not know if they were. Here. It was like still in the water. I don't know if they were trying to get it into the boat or out of the net that it was in. That's just a scary situation. You don't reach your hand down near a shark's mouth. Yeah. That is like mm-hmm. not what you do. I saw this other video. Is <laughs> these kids like swimming or like on a on a dock in a like a like a body of water, like southern body of water. Like you could see a uh allig- a crocodile in the mm-hmm. which one is it? Crocs are um, freshwater? Alligators are crocodile well, al- most swamps? of um I think you're right. Yeah, crocodiles are Alligators are in Australia too, but alligators are North American alligator is in Florida all over in swamps and crocodile is saltwater more, more. Yeah. And so the kids are just like looking at it. They're maybe like seven, eight years old. Mm -hmm. There's three of them. One of them pushes the other kid in the water and you can see the, the, the alligator swimming towards it. And then the video cuts off. I'm just like, that's scary. <laughs> how quick was it? How far away is it? Like eight feet from the kid. No, that kid is yeah. dead. Right? I don't know. It's like a sibling playing a prank. They're like, oh, let's push him in by the alligator. How big was the alligator, though? It was a big boy. Oh, yeah, that thing. Those things swim so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to be like, we played a prank. Jimmy didn't return. Sorry. Um, yeah. You don't mess around with that. There was... um multiple stories well the one in florida at disney disney world that was mm-hmm. a really sad one but a two-year-old was it's a it was a lake in the middle of the hangout area at disney world like an area that should be safe and the yeah. kid was sitting on like a bench right the on shore. the edge of the lake thing and suddenly the kid was gone not even a shore imagine like a big big square or a circle in the middle or a lake in the middle of like a hangout area and there's okay. benches around it and stuff so the kid was maybe on the shore or something and then suddenly the kid wasn't there because something of, dragged uh, it into the water an alligator yeah oh, man. so you're like hey we're going on this family vacation so it just makes you want to be a little safer and in um the south you just don't swim in any body of water which is weird because i'm so used to like being like oh jumping in the water then you go down there you're like well there's no crocodiles in alabama or at least not northern uh southern maybe a few but you get down to like mississippi and you're like oh 
who can swim from this side of this canal to this side? You're like, don't, don't even try because there's going to be so much in that water or the Florida, um, what is that? Everglades. Yeah. There's people that will like walk through those for like fishing and big boots and walk through and you can't see there's like trees coming out of it. And like, there's everything down there. No, no to water. Well, water on this side. Perfect. Water on that side. You got to watch out. And I guess Florida has the most, um, they have a lot of things that are going wrong in Florida. Usually at any given moment. Yeah. It's the heat. The extreme heat makes people do crazy things and act, act irrationally. And which, which is why almost every news story you hear like a Florida man was blank, 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 fill in the blank. And it's usually a story from, from there. Mm-hmm. And the most poisonous uh, reptiles that are not native because people just let their pets go in the Everglades because they don't want to deal with the python when it got really big. They have so many not native like poisonous snakes there too and things Jeez. like that because they get let free and multiply and do all their things and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no... I have no care for Florida for multiple reasons. I want to go to Key West. So what are, what are your reasons? Um, all of it. Hate the sun. <laughs> everything. Everything uh, about it. I could care. I don't care for the animals there. I don't care for the heat. I don't care for yeah. the humidity. Um, That's the I same thing care. as the heat, right? No, it's different. For their politics, I don't care mm-hmm. for. Um... See, that's the one reason I did want to move there was the politics. Mm. I'm just saying that to see your reaction. That was the best part about it was their politics, obviously. Yeah. Um, it's like a, it's a lot of uh, retiree communities and stuff like that. Um, you, you want to hear something insane? Um, this, this blew my mind. So we have friends that moved to Florida that used to live in Edmonds. Uh, I say we multiple friends of mine here. Um, and there's a giant retirement community there. Um, and this is the, it's, you know, the, those stories of like older people, uh, getting busy basically kind of being a little promiscuous. Mm -hmm. Um, this is, this place is all about that. And it's this, I forget the name of it, which is even better because now I don't have to incriminate anyone. They advertise for it. They they kind of they they basically just say it's a nice place where you, all your things are met. You're driving around golf carts, things are cool. You can drive a car, whatever you have. But people put different flags on their um, antennas for what they're down for. Wow! So you'll see people going around from stores, and they're just openly advertising. Hey, I'm into. Um, We'll say Spanish trace or quattro situations. <laughs> we'll do, you know, I'm down for this or this or this. And so all these different colored flags mean things. And you see these old people driving around and it's like they're just openly advertising it. And if you don't know what the color coding is, you're like, oh, why are there, that lady has four flags on her car? That guy has five different colors. What's all that about? And then other people have none and aren't living that lifestyle. Like their uh, grandparents are in this community and are not part of that. But they just let them know what to look out for. So then you then you see someone leaving the store and it's kind of like putting an advertising shirt on or a tattoo that shows what you're interested in. And it's just yeah. open. And so it's like, this be like, oh, they're nasty or whatever else. You just see the car drive by like, oh, you see the people. So it's a little more public than you would think would be a thing. Yeah. Wow. But apparently it's a great place as far as the the amenities and all that stuff. So, I mean, people are there for more reasons than that. So Dolly just yawned. Her name today is Sleepy on here. Um, we, we, we can I name ourselves on these remote on podcasts. I almost canceled this. Because you're tired? I'm really tired. I was what, taking what, a nap. Why are you so tired? I don't know. The past four days I've been napping hard. And... I think You're probably my catching body just up. catching rest. Yeah. Because like, you haven't, you, up, you went hard for a while. Yeah. I woke up today at six because you know who had to go outside. And well, you had to and, go pee outside. Sammy yeah, didn't. She's need in to trouble. Go. Yeah. She's in trouble right now. I'm not speaking to her for 48 hours. Only really? commands. Yeah. She's in big time trouble. Why? What happened? Because she gets into the trash. Oh, so she in the, under the sink. I'm not my eyes. I'm not looking at her or for talking 48 to her hours. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's supposed to be what, like a reset. Oh, you you read about it? Yeah. <clears throat> and then yeah. does she like after forty eight hours she feels really sorry? I don't know. But you're trying it. I'm trying it. Yeah. So your trash is under your sink. So yeah, is but she opening like bathroom that? trash? Oh yeah, dogs are doing that. Dogs are into mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, but she knows she's not supposed to. She's done it multiple times. Mm-hmm. So she's she's not being spoken to. Bruno, our wiener dog, did that a lot. He would yeah. like come out of the bathroom and just like toilet paper, everything everywhere. And we're like, mm-hmm. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like, then we didn't talk to him for two weeks. No, just kidding. <laughs> we didn't do that far. But he would yeah. like, it didn't matter. Like you had to close the bathroom door and mm-hmm. she probably could push her way into it too. Yeah. But I don't want to keep the bathroom door closed because I have a... I have a vent in there, like an AC vent. Yeah. Um, and so I want the air to circulate throughout the house and not just get stuck. And so you're going to like, you're kind of going to just maybe, oh, the other trick you can do, which is if she ever decides to do it again, you, you put pepper spray in the trash and that'll be the last time she tries to get into the oh. trash because her mouth will be on fire and she'll be like, I don't want to touch that again. So that's another trick if she keeps doing it and you're just sick of it. Does pepper spray come in a powder form? Because I feel like it's, if I just, uh, I have a pepper f- spray mean, thing, but I feel like it's just mm-hmm. going to get everywhere. Yeah, you could put like uh, pepper flakes on all the trash. Basically, you could oh. just drop it over top of the trash. And then as she's like gets into it, it's all over her mouth. And she's just like drinking all her water and freaking out. And then she probably would never touch it again. That's smart. Next time. Yeah. Just, just a way to do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so I woke up early and then fell back asleep. I was going to wake up at eight and then start um, painting because I'm painting my mm-hmm. deck right now. Um, but I pushed that till nine. So I snoozed till nine and then from nine to like 1040, I was outside mm-hmm. and then I did therapy. Painting. Yeah. Then I had therapy. Nice. I had lunch and then I like zonked out on the couch before this. Yeah, I think you're going to have, that's a lot already in a day. Um, You're going to have a couple weeks of like naps and catch up to get back to a norm. Because I think in the past two weeks when you guys were doing house projects, you hadn't exerted that much energy every day for a while, probably. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So so you're just going to be like, what happened? And then by July 20th, you'll be like, I finally, (laughs) I finally feel normal again. July 15th. Yeah. Cut it, cut it back a few days. I thought I, I was like, oh, I have a day off. And I got up this morning, watched part of a Hawaii Five O. It was a great start. Drank yeah. a yerba, yerba mate. Didn't think I'd have a hurt knee by <laughs> 2, 2 p.m., 2. 2 something p.m. Um, but then I've been on the phone all day just like catching up with friends, uh, doing a couple calls for a, jo- uh, the, a job that I needed to finish. And I was like, one thing after another. It's my uncle's birthday. So I was like, I got to call him. He didn't answer. So I left a message. I was like, well, this is shorter, but I probably three hours on the phone already today Jeez. before. So my whole day has pretty much already been taken till now, which is fine because I loved catching up with friends. But I feel like I need to go to like the movies tonight. I need to go to the theater. There you go. Yeah. And I want I want to support Indiana Jones because I think it oh, only has 95 so movies out. There is. Open so Heimer? there's. Barbie. Oh, yeah. A Barbie I'm not going to see in the theater. Uh, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones I would do want to see in the theater. Asteroid City, Wes oh, Anderson right. movie that yeah. I really want to see. You know, is this crazy? This is what I want to do tonight. I want to double header it. I want to plan it go. where I go to the first one. Mm-hmm. I go out and I walk and I get the ticket and I walk into the second one. I watch both movies tonight. Do it. Why not? Like yeah. otherwise I'm just coming back home. And I really want to see both of them and I know and I, it's it is important to support the buy, films you you care about. Yes, if you buy a large popcorn, crush it during the first one, get a refill because you get refills on larges. I can't eat that much popcorn though. Have you tried? I think it's because you haven't tried. No, but when it's there in front of me, I'll eat it and I'll feel like garbage later. Right, but don't eat before it. Don't eat like well, a I big just thing ate Taco before. Bell for lunch. So I can't do pop- Taco Bell and popcorn and feel good about myself, I don't think. You Just know what I should do? Think positively Here, about yourself. Here's what I should do. I should yeah. break it up a little bit. I should go to a matinee in a little bit 
or a medium matinee, then go see my dad and then go to a later showing of the other one because it's not, everything's very close now Yeah, since he moved. So now that he's up in the, up down the street, I can just jump on over there, but I want to support Indiana Jones because they, they spent 295 million making that movie. It's only grossed because not, not a lot of people or as many people go to the theater as they used to also. So based on the first opening weekend, it has 95 million. And so they're calling it a, a stumbling flop or something. I'm like, that's not very fair to do on the first weekend a movie comes out because not everyone has time to go the moment something comes out. And also like we, I've maybe only heard about it once in the past like month or so. So yeah, like, there's been ads on Instagram and stuff and Facebook, but I haven't seen too much. Yeah. I don't know where I watched this, but it was Matt Damon talking about how, like, why the movies we see nowadays are just, like, these blockbusters or, like, the Marvels or the whatever. Um, yeah. Because movies that used to be made in, like, the 90s and 80s or whatever, they would rely on, so, like, the opening weeks or whatever in theater, they'd maybe break even if they were lucky if they weren't they could rely on the dvds or vhs's yeah the sale of yeah. those um mm -hmm. to make up and make profit on movies now that we're right. only streaming um there isn't a lot of like money that comes from that that goes directly to movies and stuff or sorry yeah. not to movies to uh like filmmakers DVD and sales things all like that. that yeah so, yeah. um, but what I was thinking of was the, um, like ads, we pay to avoid ads to from watching ads and ads are where we would know about movies or know about projects or whatever. Um, some things I have ads, like I think Hulu, I have ads, so I'd see some ads for stuff, but it's all drug companies. It's not movie releases. You go to the theater and you see the re the new movies coming out. And the, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I went to the theater. Yeah. It might have been, oh, it might have been when I had COVID and I went to see a movie like day 10 of when I was like, okay, to be in public. And I was like, you got to keep your mask on still because it was during COVID. But it's been so long since I've sat down in the theater. And there's a different feeling for sitting in yeah. front of a huge screen I love in that theaters. Kind of space. I love mm -hmm. going on my own too. I prefer it. I prefer being alone mm -hmm. in a theater. Um, the last one I watched was the uh, Black Panther Mexico edition. You mean the, uh, the Wakanda one? Wakanda Forever? Was it Mexico edition? The last one. Did you say? Yeah, it was like the Mexican the, That's edition. Wakanda Forever. It's like folklore, essentially. It's like uh he's like a god that has power it's like think of atlantis and mm -hmm. old god stuff and so it's cool that's really it's cool. cool it's really cool yeah did you see the first movie as i well? did yeah i like the first movie so if mm -hmm. i like the first movie i'll love the second one you like the second one yeah there's a lot of action okay. yeah sweet and do they have any you know how they do that when someone passes away in real life but their character like is still could still happen do they do any digit digitizing of the actor that passed away who was the king oh, that i don't remember but I they, think they mention him no they do yeah they mention his passing like he dies in the movie as well um, oh, okay so they probably show the like world yeah okay the universe okay. of the movie he passes away um but there's a cool like story wrap that they do like uh well, don't tell me. I need to see it. I'm going to watch yeah. that one for sure. I just hadn't, uh, every time I'm like, oh, I do have time to go to the theater. I was like, it seems like a chore. I got so many other things mm -hmm. to do. And it's not a chore. It's a, it's a privilege to go to the theater. So I need to start doing it more. Um, yeah. And I saw that the asteroid, the new Wes Anderson one, Asteroid City was coming out based like in the 50s. And the look of it is like, not the way I would color grade something if I was shooting it, but it does look very 50s throwback kind of faded blue, yellow like look to it. And it looks vintage. And I just know it's like it's all purposeful with him and it's going to be so good. And I try to see all of his movies in the theater just to get the full experience before before seeing it at home. So I, don't I wanted, think I've ever seen his movies in the theater. Grand Budapest Hotel was so good. 
um, just because they have the scenes in that with um, William De- William Defoe, Willem mm-hmm. Willem Defoe, yeah. yeah, and he's like on that on that movie, he's on this sled, and they put you in first person going down the mountain, and he's like oh, chasing cool. after someone, and in the theater compared to at home, that was just like larger than life. You're like these perspectives, it's it cuts from like right in front of his face, like he's like close up going down trying to catch someone, and then cuts to the other angle, and you feel like you're there on it um but i just feel like with his movies it's a ride he's taking you on and everything's so purposeful versus like just something like we need a shot over here he's like he thought 10 days about each of these shots and how they tie together and then you're in to see this finished product nice and i don't even know what it's about but i saw a preview and i was like i have to go see it what's the one he made about um it's in like germany or something um, um was it's it in black the, and white um hmm. it has um timothy chalamet in it Sershi ronan um, i'm an imdb it just so i can like be accurate on this because i don't want to tell people wrong information about my favorite director and his cinematographer is uh robert yauman and he is so good as so, benicio that combo, not benicio del toro, del toro the other one the actor Benicio let me type in Wes Anderson and I'll just list them off and you tell me which one it is it's not Life Aquatic it's not Moonrise Kingdom the French Dispatch was that black and white yeah it was he has all the same actors too that's what I love it's like you know who you're getting in these movies it's like Adam Sandler had all of his friends it's like that Adrian Brody and Tilda Swinton all great as well so Bill Murray is also a staple in that Oh, speaking of Bill Murray, there is something I did tell my friend I was going to watch today. And there is a Netflix thing on Bill Murray crashing parties, which I think we talked about maybe before, but I haven't seen it yet. It's all like the behind the scenes stories of him crashing people's uh, get togethers and just hanging out with normal people. And Mm -hmm. I love that. So they made everyone who didn't maybe know much about Bill Murray before. I think he's amazing. So what I was going to say uh, I guess I'll reset because I hadn't seen French Dispatch. So that's on the list now. There's too many. That's the thing. There's just too much to see. And I'm like, it's overwhelming because I'm like, well, if I go to the theater now, there's one here that I probably could just watch at home that I haven't even seen yet that I probably should see. But I think supporting the people that you like when they're in the theater might be helpful. So if I can support Indiana Jones and 80 year old Harrison Ford right now, it could be cool. So should probably do that. Who was the first person you mentioned? Wes Anderson. Okay. The, if I can support, I don't know. I don't even know. What, what do you mean the first person I mentioned? You're like, if I can support some someone and 89 year old Harrison Ford, I didn't catch it's, the first uh, thing It's 80 year old Harrison Ford. If he's 89 well, right now, he's looking real good. He's uh he does look pretty good for 80. He's taking care of himself. And Alyssa Flock, Alyssa Flockhart is still his wife. So good for, good for them staying married for so long. Allie McBeal. Allie McBeal, yeah, that's, the that's 90s. who it was. Green was Day. that the 90s? I think so. Okay, so... It's like late so, 90s. Um, how much would uh, you pay to go to a Green Day concert? N- nothing at all. Someone, I want to get paid to go to a Green Day concert. What if someone just got your ticket to go to a Green Day concert? That's not enough. I... I wouldn't go to the Green Day concert like watching them play wouldn't be the thing that would be entertaining me. Kind of like me going to a Mariners game. I go to hang out with people. Yeah. Like the game's happening, but it's mm-hmm. kind of background. Like I didn't even know when the last game I went to ended. I was th- like, it's over. I was like, what? <laughs> I wasn't yeah. even like paying half paying half attention. So you'd go to just hang out basically. Yeah. And with the cost of tickets these days, I don't think it's worth you going to a Green Day concert just to hang out, probably. Right? No. So, stalemate. Okay. Um, well, I think all the bands... It's funny, because like bands that, that you've gone to see, I have seen opening for other bands that I went to see. <laughs> and then the one time you went to Thrice and you were trying to catch the Joy Formidable, I think. Right? Me without you. Me without you. Um, and then you'd miss me without you. You just left. And I, I was like, I went, I went to see thrice 
Yeah. So that's when I, so it's funny because I, and then when I saw the Joy Formidable, I wouldn't have probably seen them on their own, but they were opening for Foo Fighters. And so I saw them. And I yeah. think that if you, it was Foo Fighters, you would have been like, can I see the Joy Formidable and then leave? I right? would have stuck, a, uh, no, I feel like the Foo Fighters are different. I would have watched the Foo Fighters, but I wouldn't have watched them. Yeah. I don't like big venues because it's not, it's, it's no longer about enjoying the music. It's the spectacle of watching mm. them play the music. Yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah. So you wouldn't want the stadium show. No. The biggest I go to is like Wamu, um, the Soto Market. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Soto Market's pretty good. Yeah. I think that's the biggest that I'd feel comfortable going in. Well, I think you've missed shows. your chance to see the band, the 1975. I have no interest that, in watching the 1975. I know. They used to always play at the Wamu Theater, and I never went. And I heard the sound there wasn't as good. I've never yeah. been there before. Um, and now they're playing at Climate Pledge Arena mm-hmm. this next time. And I was like, they've just graduated to a spot of big stadiums now. Yeah. So now you don't even have to worry about trying to see them. Not that Thank you were you. trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, Foo Fighters put on such a good show. It's like they go jump into like classic rock and roll. It was like three hours of just amazing music. With the passing of their drummer, who's uh, the replacement? Josh Freeze, who played with Tool, um, a bunch of other bands. Really, really great drummer. Pearl um, Jam. And I'm, I'm, no, not Pearl Jam. Um, I'll tell you. Let's Jane, let's. I mean, Jane's and Chains. <laughs> Allison Chain, not Jane's addiction. Allison Chains, you mean? So, uh, yeah, Jane's Jane. in chains. Jane, hey, Jane's, she's in chains. <laughs> um, what am I looking up here now? Um, oh, Josh Freeze, I'll tell you. Um, Jane's <laughs> chains. So, Allison Chains. I thought it was. I thought years ago, this is how out of it I was, or just as a kid, I was like, um. I thought Allison Chains was a, a girl's name, Allison, yeah. and then Chains, Chains. not Allison yeah. Chains. But I love um, I love their music. Um, he, so here he's played with the Vandals since 1989. A Perfect Circle, Guns and Roses, Nine Inch Nails, Weezer, Sublime, uh, Sting played with him. Uh, the Offspring, Danny Elfman. So he must have played for movies too. But who's he's, Danny he's a he's the I know film the composer. He, he's oh he's he's a redheaded guy. He looks actually a bit like Carrot Top, and not just because of the red hair, but literally an older Carrot Top. Um, he's a singer songwriter, keyboardist, percussionist, and he's done so many movies, uh, scoring movies since uh, 1985. Wow. So yeah, so Josh Freeze is is epic. But if he's playing in the style of what the Foo Fighters did, he t- he tends to add from what I've seen from videos just a lot of extra fills and a lot of crazy stuff. So it would be. It'd be a good show. I want to watch Jane, Jane, Jane's and Chains. Jane's and Chains. You're not going to find Jane. You could you could watch Jane's Addiction. You want? Oh, you should do one of those mashups between Allison Chains go. and Jane's like Addiction. Like Temple of the Dog. I know things. The nineties. Um. What about Temple of the Dog? It's uh, Pearl Jam and Soundgarden making a band. Yeah. I, I've Correct. never listened to Correct. it or listened to them separately. All I, I feel like is. you've had to have heard Hunger Strike before. It's a very popular song. I've seen parts of the video, of the music video, where they're like on some beachscape and Discovery all of them Park. have their shirts off, but still on their bodies. <laughs> Hanging yep. over? Are they walking? The, no, they're like all unbuttoned and they're all oh, just yeah. like no, that's s- the thing. screaming yeah. nonsense into the wind. Screaming nonsense. They're singing. The, you can't <laughs> tell nonsense. what they're singing. What? I don't mind stealing bread from the hands of decadence. That's the lyric. And then I was like, I don't mind screaming bread. No, I don't mind scream or screaming bread. Uh, stealing bread <laughs> is what it is. Cause they're yeah. talking about like stealing food cause they're hungry. But, um, but yeah, it's uh that's the discovery park shoot, right? Black and white and stuff at, at spots. Is there like a blue tint to it? Mm-hmm. Bluish yeah. tint. Yeah. Yeah, it's a so you you've heard them before. So I'm very proud that you mentioned all that stuff just now. By the way, thank you for knowing. I mean, we talked You're about welcome. it once before, but you remembered it, which is great. So when you said Janes and Chains, I was thinking when people put like Aerosmith together with 
like ACDC or some other like hip hop thing with another band. And then they call it the mix of the band name, like a video oh. where they combine Metallica yeah. with like, it was what I was um, doing. never going to give you up. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I want them to do the temple, temple of the, the dog, dog was. but that's what I want the temple of the dog to be for, for you Alice and Chain and Jane's addiction. They make mm-hmm. a band it's called okay. Jane's and Chain. <laughs> okay. So the Jane. remaining, the remaining members of these bands could create Jane's and Chains. I don't know why I think that's so funny. Where's Jane? It, Jane's and Chains. So there she, she's not here. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. What's Jane been up to? Jane's and Chains. So that so all the members of those bands are still alive except for Lane Staley. So really they're already still doing their own things. So yeah. maybe they'll yeah, you knew that. Yeah, Larry. Um, <laughs> Larry Larry. Don't you dare mess up with Lane Staley's name and make fun of Lane Staley. You know Lane Staley. Lane Staley. Lead singer. Lane. More like Lane Staley. Oh my! You're you're about to lose all of our '90s fans on our podcast that listen listen to Alice and Chains. Yeah, your um, friends. So Lane Staley. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Because all yours are way too young to know. That's right. <laughs> so. Yeah. One of the most epic voices in rock and roll is Lane Staley from the 90s, from that scene, from like Seattle grunge. It's like okay. epic, but he died of heroin overdose in 2003. So it's like an RIP thing, you know, yeah. um, and he was so good, but like such an iconic voice. So when he said Lane, more like lame Staley, I was like, oh, you can't go. <laughs> you better not go there. How dare you go to yeah. lame Staley? There's no way that's lame. <laughs> Guess what? Those two, those two chicken bands butt. are yeah. are not. Yeah, that's what. Chicken butt. Those two bands are not going to get together for you because you said lame Staley, probably. <laughs> Dang it. But if it happens, then great, great. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of those clowns live here in West West Seattle, right? When they you say like clowns, talking about cool I mean people respectfully. Or... Yeah, yeah, respectfully thank you, thank you. the clowns. Let's respect my era. I I <laughs> um, am. I call everyone. Clowns. I know. I know. I know you do. Uh, but yeah. yeah, they do. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Pearl Jam guys are in West Seattle and then they have a studio in Fremont and Allison Chains, most of them. That's so out of the way. Allison Chains guys are down near you. Fremont's so far out of the way from everything. Well, well, when West Seattle Bridge wasn't closed, which it isn't now finally, but when it was, that was in, that'd be insane. But they had a studio in Fremont. Yeah, they still do. Well, it's better than like Ballard. Yeah. Ballard takes a lot of driving. Yeah. In fact, the guys doing the painting back there said they have to head down to Ballard today to start a new job. And they were like, oh, Good luck. I have to go to Seattle. Not yeah. looking forward to this because all the winding and curves to get down there. Yeah. It's insane. Sorry. You were so, saying. So I was trying to tell you that Allison Chains guys live down by you. Okay. So I know you're not in Burien, but they're like, they're not far from all the South End stuff and down in that area. So. Um, yeah. Because Burien is beautiful. There's some really nice neighborhoods. Yeah, and they were they had grew up they lived there for years before, but uh, the Sean Kenny the drummer like has a motorcycle drives around and all this stuff. And he was so getting to the show and like he went to Studio Seven for the Sponge show that I was at and saw him there and I was like oh hanging out with Sean Kenny this is weird because he knew all my friend Dave and other people and so just pulling up on a motorcycle and I was like huh hanging out with the lead singer of Sponge, my favorite band from the early 90s, who's outside talking with Lane Staley, or not Lane Staley, talking with uh, the drummer of, of uh, Alice in Chains, and they're joking around, and they asked me, and I, they're like, how's the first band? I was like, oh, they're all right, and they like made a comment, and I was like, I just talked to uh, the drummer of Alice in Chains. This is cool. And yeah. then uh, I was like, do I take a picture when they're in the venue? I was like, no, let's enjoy the show. But the Studio 7 is no more, so that's another RIP. Lane Staley and Studio Seven R.I.P. Uh, Studio Seven was that in uh, Soto? Yeah, that was right, almost well, not right across, but near the Starbucks um, building, a little bit down. Okay. Yeah, and it was always divey. The walls were painted black, but I felt like I don't want a black light in there because there probably be blood stains or weird stuff on the walls. It's just like a gross kind of divey place. It feels like you're going to get a disease just standing in there. Hmm. and so maybe it closed for good good reason they had like rehearsal spaces in the back for people to use during the week i just wish there was a little more lighting it just seemed like so dingy it's like an el corazon with less light and bigger nice yeah i don't know if it's nice it was like kind of gross 
there's a reason it's not open anymore. I think is yeah. what, what it is. Um, and my name today on here, yours was sleepy. Mine was, mine was boys don't cry. Cause I thought of the cure song. Oh yeah. Uh, and boys um, don't cry. that actress, Hillary Swank, she was in boys don't cry. Oh yeah. A movie too, which I haven't seen. Yeah. It's based on real life. Oh, it's pretty good. What's, what's the, what's the premise? It's so gosh, how would I, I don't even know how they would describe it back then. But now it was this, so uh, like a female born person who mm-hmm. was gay and then dressed masculine. And I don't remember mm. if they changed their name or not or like how they presented themselves. But they got into a relationship oh. with a straight girl. They got into a relationship and somehow was outed and they got beat up. So the person didn't know they were not a guy? at first or something yeah something like this where it was like they were presenting themselves a certain way and then there's an incident where it becomes very clear that um they're not cis a cisgender male and Uh, okay yeah they they get beat up and stuff so it's a serious it's It's based on real real story though Mm -hmm. yeah so well, the reason I put that title is because my friend's memorial was this week, and I was like, and oh, I yeah. did cry. But uh, I was like, cry. you're like, you're trying not to, you're trying not to, but they're like, oh, you can let your emotions out. But I didn't want to be like the guy a couple rows up who was like sobbing openly during a, lo- a few things of it. And I was like, really, it's like takes away from like everyone's experience. So I'm like, I'm going to let these tears roll down my cheek and I will wipe them as I'm listening to these people yeah. <laughs> up front. Um, but he was from that same scene of like all the Allison Chains and all these uh, era of bands and people. And so hearing the stories from like the some of the people that were there took pictures of Pearl Jam, Allison Chains in the 90s, all these things. So it's kind of like a little 90s time capsule moment with all these people that had known him from back then uh, hanging out and stuff, too. So it was kind of like honoring to get to be there and see it or just experience and hear about these stories and some stories I'd heard of and some were like brand new. So pretty, pretty cool. But, um, boys can cry too. It's okay to cry. Yeah. Boys don't cry, but you know who does cry? Men, men, men cry. (laughs) No boys do cry. Yeah. Everyone, I mean, boys, uh, kids cry more than adults. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's okay. Like I don't have a lot of moments. Like I can't tell you the amount of times I can't count on like one hand, how many times I've cried before my dad, we went to the hospital. Like I probably had like barely any, I just like don't like in your life in the last few years, you know, like I just like don't, or probably when I got divorced, I cried a lot. And then after that, I didn't, I was like, I'm numb to it now. I'm going to just like, I'll like maybe my eyes will water a little or something like that. But when my dad was like, maybe going to die, I was like a lot of teary eyed. We'll drive into the hospitals, um, but not like full out bawling, bawling, except maybe yeah. a couple of times. So, but I can't count. I mean, this is like, it was a, it's a rarity because I haven't had that many, fortunately not had that many friends pass away in the last, last while. Yeah. Gosh. Well, years sorry, and years Eric. ago, but yeah. yeah, but it's, it's get It doesn't get easier. I don't think it'll just get like, if you have, I just think if there's a, if there was a few that passed away in a few months, it would just be like you get a little you would probably I'd probably get a little numb. And I think it's good that I haven't that I was to that point, because I think that means that I haven't had to experience that much bad stuff in a, yeah. in a little bit either. Yeah. But nonetheless, it doesn't take away from, you know, it doesn't make it easier still. But yeah, it's also knowing, you know, just it's honestly like knowing a little more. Um, knowing, knowing more about what happened because my friend's death was kind of not a mystery fully, but just like not hearing a lot about how he passed away. He had a heart attack in his sleep, but not knowing the circumstances around it. I got a little more closure at the service about what, what, what it was. And then you're like, just knowing makes you feel like, okay, well, this makes sense. But before that, you're like, this makes no sense at all. How did this happen? You know, you want to, it feels better to know a little bit about it. I think more. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just, uh, life is, uh, life is awesome. You got to enjoy it. Um, but it means it, it could be cut short and you don't even expect it to sometimes. Yeah. I was talking to a friend earlier today and he, uh, he was just, he's about to be exiting the military on permanent disability from some injuries while he was serving basically. Mm -hmm. But that means you're kind of like 
you kind of get a pension in a way every month for, for life, for the permanent disability. So you get to this crossroads, you're like, how do you want to spend your time? And he can either get a job on top of what he will be getting per month, or he could focus on like raising his son and hanging out and being with family and stuff. And it's like, you know, you, if your life's already structured fairly cheaply, do you want to make it more complex and then be gone a lot? Or do you want more time with people? And I, for me, I'm like, man, he's at the spot. I hope to be in 10 years where I can like have an income coming in residually that doesn't require me to go to a job. And then you can just go see people, keep up with people, live, do family stuff. And also like do any creative stuff you want to do or work stuff you want to do. That is not backbreaking obviously, because you can't yeah. do some of that stuff. But um, just the, it, it helps you, makes you think about priorities in life. Like my priorities now are like, if I could just see family, friends and people and also make money and not need a nine to five kind of situation, I would love that. That's like my ultimate goal. Yeah. Well, I want that for you. Yeah. I want that for my friend as well. And I'd, I'd love that for you too, where you can just do whatever you want and, and, uh, and, and have money coming in and not worry about bills and be, but yeah. also get a new but dog. I think people get it. I mean, <laughs> dog. you can, you're joking about that now, but someday you're going to be like, yeah. I can't believe I said that that one day. <laughs> joking. No matter. Yeah, of course. She has been sad. Yeah, she has been. She's going to be her backside. Yeah. Is that her, is that her whistling? She's no, that's a fire. That's a, it's the motocross track that I live next to. It was like this. It sounded like a, either a police car in the distance or a breathing thing. It's her snoring. She okay. stopped. She'll be sad. I mean, maybe you do like 27 hours this time. No, I'm going to do two, two full days. <laughs> Not no con, no, no making contact with her. At no. All. Yeah. Like no baby talk. No, like, um, saying good girl. like adorable phrases yeah it's just like straight commands and no eye contact so like if she's looking at you for water or food you're gonna look straight at the tv and then you're gonna walk over and grab the food and dump it in and walk back over and then look at the tv because how can you avoid contact eye contact she's gonna get right down by the bowl she'll see your eyes and you're gonna look past her i'm also <laughs> then... closing my eyes during this whole time <laughs> <laughs> and you're pouring the food onto the ground and it's hitting near the bowl and you're not even yeah. off trying hard to get uh -huh. the water into the thing. She's licking I've it off I discreetly the placed mirrors all along the house. So like at, at any given point, I could. <laughs> you don't have to make eye contact with her at all. At yeah. All. Yeah. That's at, it's, it's at, I could, I would love to see like pouring the food out and it's just hitting her bowl and bouncing around. And then she's like looking up and it's like little, little, uh, BBs hitting and bouncing out. And then she has to go chase them down. Yeah. And then you, then you have to sweep up the mess, but you blindfold yourself so you can just see straight down to where the mess is. It's just like, like I've just attached toilet paper rolls to, to my glasses. Then, so I just see what's through the i mean that's a quick way to fit to create this situation and then when you're watching tv you have to keep your head one angle you turn you're like oh, i can't see anymore yeah you're gonna run into stuff you're gonna trip on your stairs probably like i did mm -hmm. you never know yeah. yeah well sammy will be out of the dog house literally in a couple days yeah. so it'll, yeah. uh, life will be good but we'll on the fourth of july no treats no treats <laughs> no i don't give her treats gonna, now oh and and if you go somewhere on the fourth of july you'll leave her home it's <laughs> amazing because you were talking about maybe going somewhere and you're like oh you take sammy you're like yeah maybe and now you're like you're staying no, home you're all day for by sure yourself home. yep <laughs> and i'm gonna leave the door of the bathroom open and if you get in there yeah another literally two weeks I'm gonna shave this time. all the fur <laughs> off your off your body you're gonna be hairless yeah see how you like that no i mean she's already pretty thin hair so yeah then i would say honestly what you well Here's the thing. If you're going to be gone, don't do the pepper thing. Make sure you're home. Because if she gets into it too much and was really, yeah. uh, you, but the pepper thing would stop them. Next time. Like uh, people do it with cats that would jump up on the counter by their food. They'd spray some spray around like the food and the cat's paws would get in and, and they'd like be, it would get in their nostrils and they would not get back on the counter because it burned their feet. Yeah. So it goes away. 
a little callback to the Mexican folklore that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, mm. That's, I've never seen it done, but it's like wives tales of like, that's what you do with toddlers that won't leave the bottle is mm. like you dip it in like hot sauce or chili or something and then you give it to them and then they no longer want it. So then they start eating regular food? Yeah, and then they love spicy food for the rest of their lives. <laughs> so that's why so many Mexican kids love love yeah, that's a, why I have uh, spicy an ulcer. food. Yeah. Do you have an ulcer? I mean I most people do. No, I fear food. that I have but, that I may get an ulcer. Oh. From the amount of heat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. I was I was raised with very bland diet and yeah. no pepper in the house, even just salt. And now I only I don't even put pepper on my stuff. If it's on there, great. But I just salt's fine. I'm like a little salt. And it's funny because you just you're conditioned into growing up with what you got. Mm-hmm. So shout out to all those Mexican kids that can handle heat. I yeah. can't. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, well, this is episode 125. We'll leave them with that. Go out and get some spicy food. I can't even handle orange chicken at Panda Express sometimes. It's ridiculous. A few well, that's because it gives you food poisoning, it's... not because of the taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's because I'm on the toilet for 24 hours. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no. Dude, I no, always get actually... sick at Panda Express. I love it. Like, I, I know you brought it up not as a joke. For real, yeah. it gets me sick mm-hmm. every time. Oh, I hate to hear that. I love it. I haven't got sick once and it tastes great. Um, But also Taco Bell doesn't mess with me either. So I'll leave you with this joke, which is a meme that pops up occasionally online too. My friend brought it up today when I was talking with him and he's like, I I mentioned I was just getting Taco Bell for lunch and he's like, oh, well, you're doing something kind of healthy because that's like a natural diuretic. (laughs) Just like clear you right out. And they were talking about like people buying all these expensive medications for like colon cleansing or like uh, staying regular. And it's like $5.99 meal at Taco Bell, the the nightly special. (laughs) That'll set you up perfectly. And it's uh, it's way cheaper than medication. (laughs) So that's funny. All right. We'll see you next week. And enjoy the 4th. We didn't talk about independence at all, but everyone is independent these days. So enjoy your independence. Yeah. 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 Yeah.